Mic check, mic check. Testing one, two, two. Testing one, two, one, two. Testing, testing. <laughs> testing one, two, one, two. Test, test, test. You got me? Right. Testing, testing. That, that, that mic check was too natural, <laughs> man. <laughs> testing live. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. All right, Mark. So, Trent. Man. So, we, 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 we live and we getting mic check lessons from Luck right here. So, um, we pre-gaming a little bit as we get started. Um, but first and foremost, want to say good afternoon to everyone. Um, my name is Mark May. I'm on behalf of Urban Demand. Um, and we just want to have a little, a little conversation today. So we invite everyone out there that's with us today um, to just take part in our dialogue. Like, you know, just listen up and, you know, hope that something that we say today can be inspiring, you know what I mean, can be encouraging, motivating um, in some way, shape, or form to anyone that's out there. Um, and then to ourselves and to our community, you know what I mean, as black men. You know what I mean? I think it's important that we, it's a lot of talk about, you know, what black men can do, you know what I mean, and what they should be doing, right? But then it's about taking that action as well, you know what I mean, and stepping up to the platform and actually doing it. So, like, putting the action behind um, the words. So, um, that's what we're here today. Like I said, my name is Mark May. On behalf of Urban Demand, we're going to just go down the line and let everyone introduce themselves. Um, we'll bring it back in together and, and talk about why we're here a little bit, and then we'll get going. So, How you guys doing? Um First of all, thank you for having me be a part of this. I'm truly humbled and honored to be a part of this conversation, a very important conversation. My name is Terrence Harden. Um, they call me Good Luck, formerly known as Bad Luck. And, um, you know, singer, songwriter, rapper, stripper, extraordinaire. Uh, all of the ladies, uh, nah, but, uh, <laughs> no, but thanks for having me, man. I appreciate being here. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Thanks again for having me as well. B.J. Abram, I'm a civil trial attorney, born and raised in Compton, California. Um, I'm also a uh, attorney all throughout the state. I handle primarily personal injury cases. I do a lot of activ uh, activism in a, a community as well. Um, I'll just second also that this is a really important conversation. Glad to be a part of it um, and look forward to being a part of more. Hey, my name is uh, Kareem Grimes, uh, actor, uh, entrepreneur. Um, super, super happy to be here, definitely to be amongst uh, these individuals, these brothers here to really talk about this topic. Um, born and raised in Inglewood, California. And uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, once again, just happy to be here and definitely put my, uh, my input in. How's everybody doing? Uh, my name's Devin Terry, one third of Urban Demand. Um, and I just want to say I appreciate you gentlemen for coming out here and um, having this uh, positive talk with us, man. So, again, appreciate you gentlemen. All right. And last but not least, uh, my name is Justin Roan. I'm also one-third of Urban Demand. Um, and I just echo the sentiments um, of my brothers. I appreciate every single one of y'all being here. Um, you definitely were, you know, we, we, we chose brothers that, knew, you know, we know that we can uh, have a really serious dialogue with and get some get some solutions and some some things coming from it So, you know, I appreciate you guys uh, For just taking the invite uh, the invitation and, and being here. So we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's get started man. So we dive right in so just for those that are out there first um, urban demand in partnership with anti-violence ventures um, present to you um, this black man talk podcast um, which is a part of the brothers conversation series so like if you um, tap in with Anti-Violent Ventures. Um, you can tap in to see a bunch of different series, you know, with um, 
brothers talking about different topics and things of that nature. So um, this is just one part of that conversation. Um, so what is the Anti-Violence Ventures Project? Anti-Violence Venture, um, black men and boys take a lead in the innovative anti-violence social intervention model um, being prototyped by a team project funded by Blue Shield of California Foundation. The product was developed and initially prototyped in the late 2018. And we are now in the second phase of the pilot project, working with black male-owned or led businesses, organizations, and agencies to support embedding um, an aspect of partner, family, and community violence prevention into some aspect of their general business, activities, and programming. Anti-Violence Ventures focuses on the intrinsic links between three types of violence that are prevalent among black couples, families, and in black neighborhoods. Uh, domestic violence, family, and community violence. You know, it's assumed that black men and boys don't talk about violence um, in the community, um, don't talk about violence prevention. You know, it's just a topic that we just run away from, right? You know, it's assumed that. But this organization believes that with investments, incentives, support, and encouragement, um, black men and boys will engage in transformative dialogue and action around violence and violence prevention. So that's a little bit about what this platform or how we became, how we got together today, right? Now, with that being said, and this is goes for anybody, we just proposed the first question. Um, can you give me an example or a couple definitions um, of any type of violence that you see? So let's just throw it out there. Since we're talking about violence. There are all different type of violences. Give me a um, couple definitions of any type of violence that you see out there. I mean, um, I mean, like you said, it's all types of violence. Uh, what violence is, I mean, well, for one, violence is not necessarily criminal in nature, I'd say. Um, what violence is is a physical force used by a being or some sort of individual against another. And I say it's not criminal in nature because when, for instance, we're watching football and you see a safety you know, sprint down and pop somebody, uh, you know, in the flats after he catches a pass and smash, you're like, oh, that's a violent collision, right? Um, uh, when you see a lion attack its prey, you know, it's not criminal in nature. Criminal is something that is a man constructs. Um, so violence is something that is a natural course in human evolution. It's a natural course in everyday life of all species, I think. Um, how we deal with violence and what level we take violence to is where we, you know, where we come and we start to deal with issues such as domestic violence, such as uh, uh, criminal violence, uh, uh, black on black crime or white on white crime or any whatever type of criminal aspects that we uh, bring into play. But I think violence in general is really just a physical force uh, being imprinted or impressed upon something else. Doug? I think that's uh, it right there. That brother broke me down on, <laughs> on all. Got a hard I have to nothing to give. Right? <laughs> yeah, once, once you get the real definition of it, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. was, pretty much got it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> pretty, I have nothing to give. BJ answered the question West as if West I West gave West him the script prior to coming out here. He just had it, right? You know, usually you say, well, I would like to add on to that. <laughs> I have nothing to add on. I'm good. <laughs> right. So, so pre appreciate you, BJ, on um, just your perspective, your perspective on that, you know what I mean? I think we all, you know, can, can piggyback off, well, it's hard to piggyback off, but we can agree. You know, does anybody up top want to piggyback off that? Or um, you know, you know, I think one of the aspects you said when we talk about the constructive man-made, um, violence is constructive man, um, a man. But I would say today is that what we deal with more in our communities, um, as far as black males, mm -hmm. um, typically is gang violence. Mm -hmm. um, I think that 
alone that's taken a lot of our youth, hope, and a lot of the potential and kind of shoved them into this, into this box, right? And um, I think it's up to us this conversation today to hopefully inspire some people with some different um, angles to help our youth, right? But I'll we'll say right. gang violence is one of the top things that we face right now is black males and the police. And I think I would go to add, um, <coughs> my definition of it would be a problem. A problem that, you know what I'm saying, our community, um, you know, our friends, our associates, um, a problem that we see, right? And I think, you know, this is, you know, I was trying to work on a segue, right? But um, I think the definition of it, it is a problem that we need a solution for. Um, and, you know, I think definitely here, we're gonna, you know, be able to have some more, some takeaways from uh, this conversation. So, yeah, my thing is, my definition is a problem. So, so being, a, go ahead, go ahead, love. Well, I don't wanna, I kinda wanna stay on topic of the conversation, but I wanted to add something, that, um, something I recently heard, and it, it, also, it also provided some perspective to violence. And I thought it was interesting, because I was listening to some men and women going back and forth about uh, a situation that happened on Clubhouse. I don't know if anybody's on Clubhouse. Uh, a couple of days ago where it was a guy who was ranting and raving, you know, disrespecting a lot of women, and he went crazy, he ended up getting kicked off a clubhouse. And the conversation turned to <clears throat> his violent behavior, mm -hmm. right? So the question is, you know, can we have violence without the physical part of it? You know, because a lot of people, the, the line was kind of split between, well, he didn't physically do anything to anybody. But I guess the way he, he took it his aggressive tone and was attacking people verbally and the things he was saying reminded people of violence right. maybe because of you know trauma and all kind of things that come from that or you know what you could be inciting with this speech or the verbal you know slurs and slang as you tossing to people so I was going to ask what do you guys think about that also because yes when I hear violence usually if I hear somebody says somebody was violent I'm automatically thinking that they hurt somebody they physically did something but you tend to not think about somebody just verbally attacking somebody. And for some people, they felt that he was being very violent. Mm -hmm. And by definition, by you know what I mean? Right. So I just want to know what you guys think about that too, because yeah. I don't want to miss that, <clears throat> excuse me. It was women mostly in the room that felt that kind of way about his attack. And some guys too, I'm not gonna yeah. say the guys didn't, but I thought it was interesting and I thought it was something, I don't want to never be dismissive about how somebody feels about something, but what do you guys think about violence in that aspect? Yeah, I think that uh, that adds on to it. I think that's part of it because because of the verbal abuse or verbal um, words that are being spread to somebody can also be violent, you know, in a violent manner. Because I can, or you've heard somebody, I will kill you. I'm going to do this to you, you know. So that definitely has a, a effect on um, the psyche. And I think you right. have that to where, <clears throat> you know, just people growing up, whether they were in a home where, you know, the father was verbally abusive, you know, and how that affected them going forward growing up, you know. So when you hear that, you feel a certain way. Those words are kind of attached to Absolutely. different things that happened. Like those things that happened after those words Absolutely. were used or in the midst of that, yep. it was real physical acts around Absolutely. it. Words of, Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you didn't experience it personally, you've been around it. Right. You've been around it, so you know what that feels Absolutely. like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we're talking about, about a segue, you know what I mean, when we're speaking about violence and the physical being 
violence, I'm sorry, violence mm-hmm. in the physical being, violence in the um, the verbal, you know, context, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which like uh, you said, Kareem, having a, a big toll on the psyche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which we all know like today, we talk about how words or how things that people do can really have an impact on our mind, on our, on our mental, right? So when you think about how violence has impacted or can, or can you, can anyone here think about ways that violence have impacted your life in any way? Right? Absolutely. I, <clears throat> it's interesting. I mean, not even interesting. I remember as a child, um, and this is born and raised in Inglewood, 99th and Crenshaw. My mom, and I, I remember it to this day clearly, my mom had this yellow kind of silk outfit on and her and my dad got into an argument and my dad hit my mom and she bled on this yellow silk flowy outfit <clears throat> and it's still in sketched in my mind to this day to where it really affected me um to where as i grew up just hearing an argument there it, it did something to me you know what i'm saying and then on top of that to see another man lay hands on a woman, it does something to me. Like I, if I'm around it, I can't watch it go down. Like I'm gonna enter, I'm I'm gonna interject. Period. That's just off top. Um, but it also affected me growing up to see how my mom reacted and how I've never put hands on a woman in my life because of that situation. Now, it could have worked a different way to where you see that and then you think, oh, it's okay to put hands on a woman. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it affected me in such a way that I I can't. Like, it's not even, I've gotten into some heated arguments and the the first thought was never to put hands. It was always to just leave. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Period. But I remember it to this day. And like I said, even if there's any verbal altercation that I'm around, it, I, <clears throat> my skin, it I just, start it, sweating. You, you, yeah, you tighten up. I like tighten just, up, man, yeah, like yeah, literally, yeah. and I just don't like it. So I think that's a part of just how I live my life now of just, you know, avoiding conflict, not engaging, right. uh, but just, just living a life of just love and positivity because I know how that feels. And I want to ask you this, like just piggybacking off that, you said something that I think was very um, – very beneficial to our conversation I think that brings everything into context you said this was something that happened when you was a child this was something that happened when you was a child that's that's carried on with you every step of the way and then to your to your adult years now but but in your in the way that you've taken it is you've allowed yourself not to go down that road right so do you think there's any like correlation like to where what about people who have experienced that as a child mm-hmm. and grew up with it, but chose to take on that type of behavior? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, um, you know what? It's everybody's journey's different. I know for me, it, it affected me in a way that was just like, it just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I remember it so vividly. My mom had this yellow and then you see the, this, this spots of, blood on her mm. that that right there just freaked me out right you know what i'm saying for so for me that that turned on something in me because i guess you would say you know i was around my mom a lot 
So, you know, being being raised in a, in a beauty salon and being around black women, that was just yeah. my thing of just maybe wanting just to be more protective. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's see if DJ wanted to comment. Yeah, I was just going to add that what I'm hearing from Kareem is that he was able to identify trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big difference between certain people who uh, maybe act out differently. A lot of those people haven't identified it and they're acting out what they saw. And I think that even goes to a bigger conversation within the black community because, and I don't want to go off topic too far, but we got trauma that has not been addressed from generations. You know, we've we've been dealing with trauma that has to, we need to stop down and and look at, and, and I'll just, it's genocide that took place with our people. And so when we talk about identifying trauma, we have to first identify that to better move forward. We talk about genocides, and I said this on another podcast before, we talk about um, all the various types of genocides. All these people still have their culture. They still got their religion. They still got their language. We know if we strip back everything else, what took place here is in a process of slavery is they stripped of us, stripped us of our language stripped of of our culture our names our names that was a completed genocide because when we look at culture nowadays what do people say oh hip-hop we really don't have a culture that's identified and so we can't even get to that part where kareem was saying hey now i act this way because we have to first identify excuse me the trauma once we identify the trauma now we can start making progressive steps forward Nobody wants to call what happened to us a genocide. And because of that, we keep trying to fall back and, and figure out what's what, but we need to just stop and say, listen, we got wiped out. Let's start today. Let's start today. And we see different groups or organizations or people, like Kwanzaa, for instance, is one, you know, where you can see that that was an attempt to try and get people to create some type of culture. It might be different because you know, I'm an attorney. Yeah, you see most attorneys in suits, and I got tattoos, you know? And, like, most people, like, if I got a, 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 a T-shirt, a tank top on, they're like, oh, you don't look like it. But what does an attorney look like, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, tying that back to the whole Kwanzaa thing, I might not want to walk around in garb or, you know, in ancient comedic, you know, wear. It's just the reality of where we are today. And in order for us to progress, we got to look at that trauma, and we got to just start from today and start to build. And when we start to build, then we'll start to see a change, especially as it relates to violence in our community. I think, I think to add to that point, too, um, uh, um, a lot of it is, um, like you said, they're not recognizing trauma. I completely agree. And what happens is, is that <clears throat> I had a friend tell me one time, um, I've, been through so, I've been to so many funerals, I don't cry no more. Right? And you got this. So the guy telling me, he's like 20-something. You got to think, like, first of all, that's already... <laughs> A lot, right? right. So, what's happening here is he he's been sensitized to all the gang bang gang banger, right? But he's been sensitized to all the crime and the blood and the today you wake up, tomorrow you lost your best friend, like that kind of thing. And it's happened so many times, you don't even cry no more. Second nature, right? So now you aren't allowing yourself to feel or process any type of real emotion, natural emotion that comes from like the life. Right, and then that fear. What happens is sometimes that fear starts to be removed, and fear. I know. It's, I know. You know. It, it likes to be pushed. 
as like kind of like this bad thing. But I, me personally, I don't look at fear that way. I always look at fear as like my spidey senses, mm-hmm. right? Where, <laughs> where fear is letting you know something is wrong something a lot of times. Right. Something's wrong. Yeah. Something's you might not want to go there because something wrong. But people always said, you know, when they talk about the fear thing, you got to run through that. You got to ch- run, but you got to break that down in context. Like you got to be in context with what you mean by facing your fears, right? So when you do have this kid who doesn't cry no more, doesn't know how to show his emotions, um, death and violence has become second nature. This is my world or this is how the world is. And then you have a guy out here who doesn't value anything now because if the world doesn't value my life, we're already living in hell. So why do I value yours? Especially if you look like me and this has been what's been going on. And then you have this trickle down effect of like all this trauma and these things. And the flip side to like Kareem said, like you said, where somebody else could take it the other way, right? Where you, you see your dad hit the mom and then all of a sudden now you're abusive. Or it's like if you remember, um, I'm not sure if it was, uh, I think it was American Pimp documentary when Gorgeous Dre was talking about how his mom, his dad was a pimp and his mother, his mother was a prostitute. And he grew up in a home. He seen nothing but girls going through his house. His dad dressed up. And what he didn't give you was the dark side of that, but you pretty much got it pictured. But he is now, not now today, he's reformed now, but he, was, he ended up being, being a pimp and going to jail. And, and it's like where he got that from, he, we grew up thinking that was regular life. This is what life is. It's normal. So when you, when, like you said, man, not knowing, not even identifying that that trauma is a real problem. It's a real issue because you'll just fly through life not knowing, this may seem like a lot, but not knowing right from wrong a lot of times. And then you just live it because everybody around you, you know how your world becomes the world? Right. When it's not necessarily that way. Right. You know what I mean? So you start lashing out living and then you hurt all these other people. And you're like, well, I mean, this is life. And like, no, that's your life. But it doesn't have to be. Right. And. Until we deal with that, like you yeah. said, until we deal with th- those issues, then it's going to continue being a, a bigger, bigger problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. With, with that being said, it's just, I think what we can come to an agreement on is that you got to first identify and deal with that trauma. Yeah. You know, and that can be the hard part. Yeah. That can be the hard That's part. That's the hard part. Right? Because nobody wants to deal with. Some, d- yeah. Something that, c- emotions. Yeah. Yes. Alcoholic yeah. Saying, oh, I'm an, I'm alcoholic. an alcoholic. Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody right. wants to deal with that, that harsh, that harsh truth. I mean, if you look at it, uh, I believe just as men, or right, we need to speak specifically to black men. Um, we aren't taught to deal with emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say the biggest, one of our biggest obstacles are that when we deal with pain or sadness, again, like Luck said, we push through it. We're taught to be tough. We don't embrace those emotions, and we don't, again, DJ said, we don't deal with them. So we end up moving through life with this false perspective of how we should deal with um, pain and emotion, which usually affects our friendships, our relationships, and just your ships all through life, right? So, yeah, man, um, we definitely have to get back to that. We have to learn to deal with emotions, learn to identify them or traumas so we can grow. You know, know, it's, it's funny when you think about that, too. You're like not knowing how to process or deal with your emotions. Like I always, my, my, my queen laughs, my friends laugh. I always tell people I'm a crier. Mm-hmm. Like 
I'm the watch the movie, cry, <laughs> see the people get engaged, cry. I'm I'm that guy. I'm, I don't feel no way about it. It's what it is. I'm, I'm still me. That, but that's what's going to happen. So if it ever happens, even in this conversation, if it get real, yeah. and the rain fall, the rain's just gonna fall. That's what's gonna happen. That's what this was gonna happen. But I couldn't imagine with me being that way. I couldn't imagine trying to hold back my tears when something bad or, 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 or happy or whatever is going on. I couldn't imagine what it feels like. It's like trying to hold in a sneeze. Yeah. You know how much yeah. it hurts yeah. to, when you hold in a sneeze, you, you shut your eyes, your head hurts you a little it bit. your stomach oh, and all right. kinds of yeah. yeah. things. It essentially, what you're doing is, yeah. when you hold those emotions is, when, in and you tuck them away, you're hurting yourself. Yeah. Not allowing yourself to process that uh, thing. Yeah. So when it happens, when, when BJ says anything to me, bump into me anything, yeah. then boom, now I'm a powder keg and I can't rationalize um, minuscule to big, huge problem, yep. and I just blow up. Yep. And he gets, he's going to get the brunt of that because I haven't dealt with anything I've been dealing with in my life living in the streets or whatever, or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Not even living in the streets, just I don't want to tag trauma with living in the streets also. Mm -hmm. Trauma comes from everywhere. And, right. you know, and, and, but, yeah, if you don't process that, I could imagine holding back, keep, keep my tears and keep, man, you'll just be start shaking, and people do that on a daily and, and then it's when scary. you have two people that's dealing with that oh, same thing man. collide, that's right? What, see, that's right. what I was going to say. Right. That'll, <laughs> that'll tie back in what Mark was saying earlier, because if we know, and I'll just use Luck as an example, that he's dealing with that internally, or maybe I don't know, but I can just recognize that our people have dealt with a lot. Then we tie back in this whole verbal abuse that what you were talking about, not, or, or, or Lucky was you actually talking about. It doesn't have to just be physical. Yeah. That verbal abuse becomes a triggering point now for you who have this whole process of perpetuating physical abuse now. And now it's now it's on. Now it's on. And that's, I mean, that's what we're dealing with. But it's just not respecting really ourselves. Because if I look, if I look at y'all, I should see myself Absolutely. in all y'all. You, you hit know, it right on the nose. It's it's about. It's about looking at your brother and really seeing yourself. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a product of, of, the, of the 70s, mm -hmm. you know, so I just remember being around my dad and him being around his partners, and it was always, what's going on, brother? <laughs> Love you, blood. Yep. What's yep. up, brother? You know what I'm yep. saying? It was always that. So for me, once again, that's what I adopted. Mm -hmm. So whenever I see black men, it's always it's love. It's always love. It's always comfort. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. It's mm -hmm. always a comfort level to me. No matter be growing up in Inglewood and in the, the gang banging, it was always a comfort to see brothers. And I think yeah. that's for me why I didn't gang bang. Had opportunities, but it was <laughs> a funny story. They was like, "Yeah, man, we about to go to Venice and ride on these dudes." And I was like, "But." What they do to me? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody did nothing to me. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? So I can't, once again, I can't ride on somebody and go and beat up somebody when I don't even yeah. know you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that, that for me was just part of the reason why I stayed away from that. Right. And I just try to preach that as far as I think once you start to have a love for preach. yourself and you see the love in your brothers and sisters. You tend to approach and you tend to walk and give an energy mm -hmm. to where it's a comfort level. Yep. It's nothing of, yep. you know, I got to stiffen up or I got to do this, but it's just like, oh, man, that's my brother right there. Yeah. That was good, brother. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's 
That, mm-hmm. I think that's what we need to get back to. And that's, and that, that's what we definitely yep. need to get yeah. back to. And I think um, it, it's so important that you say that, you know, because I think if we can get back to that, I think it will be easier to address or identify the trauma and address the problem, address the things like that. I, I love that you do that, Kareem, because I, I find myself trying to do that on occasions or, or, or just whenever I come across someone, you know, I, I try to make it a point to give that energy or, or let off that energy of what's up, what's up, my brother, but not in no, not in no weird way, but just in a way to where it's like it's love. And you, you'd be surprised on some of the reactions that I get. Right. You know, a lot of times if I came across, it's going to be love back and forth. We're going to be looking at you like, man, where I know you from. Right. right. You know what yeah. I mean? Because <laughs> exactly. that love felt so real that we're like, I have to know you from somewhere. But yeah. really, it was yeah. just no me just just, you know, yeah. loving my brother. That yeah. energy. It's, just the, it's the art of disarming people. Yes. You know, when you when you see yeah. when you see some guy, when you see somebody and you see Kareem or you see anybody walking down the street. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Just that alone could literally just just relax somebody. You know what I mean? Just, just that because we 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 know what the flip side of that is. We've been in situations where, where two people are looking at each other, each other, and both people think they're staring at each other, mm-hmm. and then that becomes an unspoken thing. Who's the toughest? Man? Who's the yeah? Now yeah. we're somewhere else. We don't even need to be. We yeah. never even need to be here. Yeah. But when you say, "Hey, hey, hey, my brother, how you doing?" It's funny. Me and Kareem. We had this conversation all the time, <laughs> and it's, it's funny. Me and Kareem, we, we go on bike rides. We on bike rides, or me and my man, my good friend Bam, we'll be on bike rides, and we make sure we speak to every, even on the bikes. We're on the bikes, rolling on the beach, and hey, how you doing, Queen? Hey, my brother, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And keep going. It's never no getting at no girls and making. It's no extras to come with that. It's just hey, how you doing? And everybody like hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Or good morning, and smile, and then it's like disarming people, yep. and it's so rare. It's so rare you'd even peep. When you just said, you know, when I say, what's up, my brother? Not no weird kind of, but you got to peep, though. That comes from that trauma. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you named it that weird kind of, because nothing's weird about the energy in that. Right. Yep. Right. But it's, what happens is you're thinking, you're kind of like putting a, putting a scenario of what somebody else might think. What somebody else might that think. That is weird, but nothing's weird about it. Right. But, that, but what happens is you're identifying what comes up in that kind of thought process between two black men. Right. Somebody may think it's weird. Right. I tell Kareem, I, every time I talk to this man, I, if I leave or something like that, I love you, my brother. Yep. He always says, I love you too. Mm-hmm. We don't feel no way about it. It's yep. second nature. I love that man when I see him. Just the same thing. I love you, G. And I love you too. We move and, and, and we, so it's so normal now. It's just like, it's the thing. But I make sure I do that because I always say, I'm going to tell people how I feel. Yeah, right. And I always want you to know that no matter what somebody do, another man love, we love you. We love, we care about each other. And we, that shouldn't be a, a, a thing. That shouldn't right. be like a, yeah. a, weird a weird thing, thing. respectfully. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? So right. I think disarming people, making people comfortable, making Kareem said he's comfortable in a room full of his people. He's comfortable. You know what I mean? That's 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 a thing. Not being comfortable is a problem because you got to right. deal with why aren't I comfortable in a room full of people who look, look like me? So let me so let me ask this though. So I think this is a good <coughs> space to kind of throw in a, a solution, right? And I think I'm gonna use gang violence because that was kind of the kind one of thing that there. right. So us as black men. When we are, you know, it's like I said, we're talking about how we interact with one, one another, right? And we see gang violence, and we know that, you know what I'm saying, the history of gangs was not violence between 
us. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like the Crips and the Bloods, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure everybody knows the acronyms for them. I'm not gonna be able to give it to you right, right now. Cause uh but you know what I'm saying? But it was it was black men coming together to protect their communities, right? And those within the community. How do we get back there? Like I feel like we've gone so far, right? But how do we, because I think a lot of the violence, like, you know, you guys were saying, and there's been memes and people talking about it, it's just like the uncomfortable feeling that you have when you see another black man, I feel like perpetuates the, the beef, right? For the sure. issue, you know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, what as black men could we start doing to then bring it back to, you know what I mean? Like I said, we know gang violence is never going to go away, but how could we get it back to its original point or the originality of what it is and how we, you know what I'm saying, look, move with one another, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at right. Kareem as a threat, you know what I'm saying, or looking at DT as a threat because I don't know him, he's wearing this, you know, color, it's silly stuff, right? Yeah, right. How do we get back to, like I said, recognizing you as a black man, as my brother, as, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. my folk, you Because know what I mean? in return, and I think that was my, that's where I was going to try to get to because in return, if we get back to that point, we reduce violence off top. Off top. Right. We reduce violence off top because a lot of those those uncomfortable situations, right? And 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 I and I pity, I mean not pity, but I did off everything you saying with regards to the mm -hmm. that weird that shouldn't mm -hmm. even be a, mm -hmm. a thought process, right? Mm -hmm. But that uncomfortable space that that black men have with each other eventually leads to violence because like you said, two people say it again, you said two people staring at each other don't know that they just looking at, you know. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't even no big deal, though. Yeah. But then sometimes those situations flip and, and go left field because somebody misinterpreted that the wrong way. Right, and then right, next right. thing you know, we got another black man shot or dead or, or just some type of something happened from that, right? That yeah. could have been prevented had we been off that love with each other just from the get-go. I just want to add one thing. Mm -hmm. So our dear brother, Barack Obutter, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, um, mm -hmm. is... Unfortunately, wasn't able to uh, make it here right now, but he's online and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna chime in so bad." You know, butter got, <laughs> butter got a lot to say. Shout out, butter. Um, What's up, butter? So we're gonna try to figure out um, as hey, we're as we're yeah as we're talking. We'll I'm gonna try to figure in. out figure out if we can call him in because um, yeah. we I'm gonna try I'm trying to see how we'll be able to hear him because essentially it'll go through. Um, our mixer and we won't be able to hear so I might have to put them on speaker or something yeah. but we're gonna try to get butter in uh, for anybody who's watching who you know definitely wanted to see butter uh, we're gonna try to get him in um, but uh, that's what I just want to say just yeah. just for that I, th I think uh, BJ hit it right on the nose is um, trauma you know that's the biggest thing because once we identify the trauma with that then we start learning about ourselves. Culture. It's, it's culture. It's, you know, I, I think for me, the, the turning point in my life was, um, was <laughs> I was just saying, looking at roots. And that was really kind of like my first educational what went down, right. you know what I'm saying, from slavery. And then as I got into college, it was just really like I was turned all the way up. Like, right. Man, what have I been doing when I walk into a room and you know what I'm saying, staring and everything? And I think a lot of it is just love, man. It's it's self love and and, and and knowledge of self. I think if you know your 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 past and where you come from, mm -hmm. you tend to start to walk and talk and act 
yep. you know, in your in your future. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's the old cliche. Yes, we come from kings and queens. Yep. Act accordingly. You know what I'm yep. saying? We didn't just start from the slave ship. Mm -hmm. You know, this we, we had dynasties back in the day. Yep. You know, the Mali tribe and, and, mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So and the more. So mm -hmm. I think once we start to have knowledge of self, we tend to start acting and looking at our brothers and sisters in that way. Yeah. Without love and, and, and knowledge of self, we'll, we'll continue yep. to have this violence. And I'm gonna add on to that, cause I, and I completely agree. Um, but I wanna take it to an even more mac, a micro level where you look at John Doe, who from whatever hood, he don't wanna hear about the Moors, you know? He don't want to hear about kings and queens for one reason. He ain't got a meal to eat th tonight. Mm -hmm. For another reason, he already caught up in something that his family was caught up in. So he beefing. He didn't been in a shootout last week. Right. He got to go do whatever he got to do today to survive for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so although I completely agree that essentially it's the culture that we got to yeah. get it's the other aspect of providing those resources. And that's really what's going to have John Doe say, all right, you know what? I can turn away from this quick buck today. I can turn away from we can't have just the resources without the culture or the culture without the resources. We got to be doing all of this at the same time. We got to tackle the micro with the macro at the same time because of how much trauma has been done. We can't do one without the other because we can give bro the culture, but without the resources, he can't, he can't do nothing. He's going to be doing the same thing. And in fact, he don't want to hear it, you know? So will we say that, that education is key? Education on so many different <laughs> levels. Level, yeah. I would even say more opportunity. opportunity. The opportunity to excel. Um, I think we're lacking that in our community. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you have nothing to do, what do you do? Get destructive. Yep. You, you, we gotta, and we gotta think. You know, because none of the, none of these answers are wrong. Education, right. opportunity, um, resources, all these things, knowledge of self, all these things are all the correct answers. What's happened to us was so severe and such a unique issue unique, yeah. that it's, it, it has to be. Uh, we have to be attacked. You know, for lack of better terms, um, from all sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and and, and we have to how we completely turn and flip what has been done to us, we have to learn all these things. All these things have to be a thing. Yep. Because, you know, if you if you give us if you give us tangible resources, then that we it, the people the, the miseducation and not no knowledge of self, you're gonna mess that up too. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And because you now you're dealing with other things. And 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 back to our original thing, if you haven't dealt with all the trauma, then you're gonna mess all that up. You're going to be back at square one, and then all they, they're going to say is, see, we gave y'all the, yep. you know, oh, y'all want a reparation? We gave y'all the money. You know, we dropped the bag off. You know what I mean? Look what y'all did with the bag. Like, you know what I mean? Right. We, we good. We did our part. Now yeah. what y'all going to blame us? You know, so when knowing, which we know and they know that the issue is in the trauma. Once you, like you said, once you took away our spirituality, our language, our uh, love of self, our knowledge of self, once you took away all that, you stripped us down bare bones to nothing. And even in that aspect of what happened, the beauty is the beauty in that is 
is that we sit here today. My brother's sitting here, a lawyer. He's not supposed to be that. Right. Right. This man is not supposed to be a lawyer. You're not supposed to be a successful actor working, doing all this. We are not supposed to be here having a conversation about any kind of free anything or freedom to have, make a choice. We're not supposed to be doing it with everything that was happening to us. Such a unique issue. Like no other people, no other human on earth ever went through this kind of issue. Such a unique thing. And to be sitting here, that's the beauty in it. So I always like to shine that part on the beauty in it also because everything else sounds like we just punching bags. You know what I mean? And though we have been the America's punching bag or the world's punching bag for some time, even in all aspects, but they never talk about us fighting back. You know what I mean? And this is us fighting back and succeeding, having conversations because the the part, the main part is, is that us, if I can look to, if I can look to BJ or look to Justin, whoever, look at one of, one of my guys and say, nah, that ain't cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm your brother and I love you and I shouldn't have to say that. But if I tell you like, nah, bro, nah, I don't even, you can't even speak to her that way, not in front of me. Right. I would rather you do it never, but in front of me, I can't even allow it. Right. And I love you, but it's gonna go somewhere if you continue doing that. Right. Now what happens is that's not me choosing violence because of that situation. But what I want, you have to know that there's a consequence for, for, for attacking or touching one of us. Mm-hmm. And my consequence, the consequence, this consequence doesn't come from violence necessarily. Cause I, it's not a threat like we're gonna fight. But what it is is you have to know that nobody around you will validate your your actions for this kind of stuff. And if that happens, I think I think us as black men, we will start checking ourselves because we go into the world and do these things. You're usually with a bunch of other stupid people who who with that same kind of mentality. I I brought up as I was with my one of my some guys one day. Right. And one of my guys was like he was looking at the uh, looking at this woman going going. um, I think we're at the beach somewhere. Riding bikes. I'm always riding bikes. So we have to shout, be out, shout out to the bike ride. Bike, bike the power, man. Bike the power. Or in the man cycling. <laughs> and um, one of my guys was looking at this woman. And I'm known to be the guy that I'm loud. Like I always say, I'm loud with my love of my woman. And so he was jokingly saying, like, look, man, I'm just looking. I said, bro, I don't have a problem. I look, I'm a grown man. I'm, I'm a looker. But what I loved about that was they know you. you can't do that around yep. me. Yeah. I'm not your man that's going to go somewhere and watch you disrespect your queen like that. Because right. I can't have it. Yeah. And I won't have it. Yeah. Now, what I've done is I'm setting an example of myself. And in my circle, I'm that guy. Right. So what happens is, one by one, it'll maybe start to affect somebody else. Yep. And then in his circle, he's outside of this, yep. he's, he's that, that guy. guy. And then yep. that's yep. how we do the trickle-down effect. Yep. Yep. And we start that change. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's a bigger picture, obviously, right? But if 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 you set the example in your circle, yep. your circle will eventually be my circle. Yep. And then it'll continue on. And then that's how we turn into the kings and queens we're supposed to be. Yep. Yep. Facts, facts. Yeah, that's, 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 so, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's I think that's a good also segue here, because um, we also want to talk about domestic violence, right? We do want to talk about domestic violence, um, you know, and that's very taboo. I think that's very that's the I think that's the one thing that I feel like women feel that we don't discuss, right? Like it's not something that is had a, a discussion that's had amongst a group of men about that situation, right? Um, so I think, you know, like talking about queens, right? And I think this point is how do we, because I, I, I 
find that to be an issue right now, right? Um, you know, within our community, with our young black men and young black women, that domestic violence, uh, physical violence on, you know, on a woman and, 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 and or men, right? Um, it's starting to become, I don't want to say normalized. I don't think it's gotten there yet, but I feel like it's, it's getting there, right? And so what is, kind of what are your thoughts on domestic violence, A, being, you know, the men being the perpetrator and or the women being the perpetrator because it's happening both ways, right? So let's just have a, you know what I'm saying, quick um, kind of, you know, meeting on that. Well, I mean, before we even jump into it, I mean, <clears throat> When I look at quote unquote black TV, that's what I see. You know, I see the housewives and people jumping across and you just see physicality all the time. And, and, and you know, maybe they aren't, producers aren't getting the budget to produce the Cosby shows anymore or whatever it is. Um, but I see not just men depicting violence in these shows, I see women depicting violence way more than I've ever seen growing up. And what we deal with on a regular basis now is internalizing what they see, acting out what they see consciously or subconsciously. Right. And you know, that's the floor, I think, as to where we are today is because everywhere you look, you just see it. You know? And so now, in your home, you might be peaceful. Kareem, using you as an example, you might have dealt with certain stuff in your past and you see like I don't want no part of this but because of what's been embedded in our system in our head in our subconscious realm on a day-to-day -day basis now you got to see it you got to witness it and how do you deal with that you know like I haven't well actually I probably have at some point or another um, had to deal with a woman trying to get physical with me um, and, you know, obviously all you can do is step back for many reasons. For one, so I'm just not going to get physical with a woman. It's just not what I'm going to do. Facts. Um, for two, even if you did do that, you're going to jail right away. Even if you tried to just restrain her certain times, you right. might go to jail. Mm -hmm. Your best bet is I literally, and I, you know, I literally had to run in this one situation that I was in. I wasn't scared of nothing. I ran from the situation. And when I say I didn't get my, I literally ran. Got on. Ran down the street. <laughs> a full sprint, right? <laughs> I'm dead serious. I remember I hid behind a bush just so that she could think I disappeared and went somewhere else. Right. You know, um, we got to just avoid the situation, Absolutely. you know, and, and obviously we'll go deeper in the conversation here about it. But um, again, identifying it, identifying, you know, where it's coming from. I see it. Like I got a niece. And I just don't want her to see this stuff on TV because it's not in a household. We can't control everything she sees, though, you know, in the programming. But I, but I also think it, 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 it's that, but this country has had a history of violence. Ooh, that's, yeah, yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? We were, when we were brought here, violence was put upon us. Oh, yeah. You yep. know, so then that goes into the <laughs> DNA to where if my great, 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 great grandmother experienced it, and pass that down to her child in some kind of way, whether it's nonverbal, whether it's shaking because of something that has happened, mm -hmm. you know, once again, it goes back to the trauma. Yep. You know, trauma that has happened in a family can trickle down to the kid, even while the kid is in the belly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because of what has taken place in this family's lineage, mm, right. you know, 
I've talked to friends who said, man, I ain't never had told nobody they love me. Mm. Their grandmother didn't tell them that. Well, then let's take a look back at what grandma experienced. Mm-hmm. And the traumas grandma that. that grandma did. Right. You know, and how that trickled down to the grandkids. You know what I'm saying? So it, it once again, it's the, it, the, the history of this country has been violence. And it's been violent on African-American people and just people of color, period. You know what I'm saying? And nobody wants to admit that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to <laughs> say that. But it, it is true. The violence in this country has been put upon people of color since we have got here, mm-hmm. period. And nobody wants to say, well, you know what? That's part of it. It is part yep. of it. Because big part. it's a big part. You know, you, you being taken from your land being put on a ship, shackled, being told what to do, being tarred and feathered and raped in front of mm-hmm. your family to show dominance and say, hey, this is what's going on. That's, that's all violent. If I don't, if it's not physical, it's, I, I'm seeing it being done. You know, so then that puts something in me to where now I either have to act out in that way right. because I see mm-hmm. what has taken place. Yep. You know, so... We have to look at generation, you know. So I heard, and I'll let you go. I heard uh, somebody posted Kevin Gates was just like, yo, you got to go back seven generations to go forward seven generations. Mm -hmm. Once you heal the seven generations Mm -hmm. of trauma, you can go forward seven generations. We've been putting Band-Aids on top of Band-Aids for a long time, but not addressing the I was like, that's a bar right there. Like, to go back seven generations to heal that? Right. Mm. That's Just to be able to go forward, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, so I guess I want to want to probably just get a more specific. So when we look at domestic violence, right, um, and we'll just use now men uh, being physically violent with with women, right? Do we? <clears throat> is it safe to say that a? It goes back to what you were saying, BJ, as far as it's what we see. Right, because we kind of, you know, we we tend to see this now with with social media, how it's gotten with Instagram, World Star, like all this craziness. Like we see more violence uh, perpetrated against women often, or is it something? And I, you know, and I think we'll we'll talk about, or we've talked about, kind of what you know, kids grow up in seeing, you know, their parents. It might have been something that they grew up with, um, and then they're acting out on that right but i think now it's getting it's getting a lot more serious right because i think this year alone we've seen in the news um unfortunately young women being killed mm-hmm. by an estranged boyfriend or you know what i'm saying baby daddy would like whatever that is um and so not only is it people being men being violent with them now fools is going beyond that you know what i'm saying it. and so it's like what what do we what do we say that like that that caused or what caused said guy to be that violent to where it be, ends in death? Is that more well, I, mental health? Is it is it you know? Is I think it's all included, but you know this. Well, when you kinda, talk about, I mean, ending death, you know, what I mean that's that's so extreme, right? But it's happening, which is crazy. It's more often, right? Which is crazy, but I mean, I was going to say, you know, just in regards to to BJ's point that we see it, right, which is, I think, is a, is a big reason why it's more prevalent today is because we see it. But then I want to I piggyback off of one of Luck's points 
where he went back and said, he's that guy in his circle that's going to make sure that stuff like that don't happen. Right. It's not enough ambassadors right now Man. for Man. things like that to be frowned upon, yeah. right? Think about right now when you, and, and, and not saying when you, right, but when we see something on social media or on YouTube or World Star where, where this is taking place, you see numerous of people in the background, whether just standing back watching, <laughs> recording, recording right. um, doing everything but going to that person, letting them know that that action is not okay. Now, sometimes I'm, I can get it, you know, it, it, it's, it may be you don't know what's going on in that house. You don't know what's going so, you know, sometimes it's safe for your family, right, to kind of stay back. But then, like Luck said, he just, it's not happening on my watch. It's not happening when I'm around. So until we take that mindset and say, I'm not about to watch another female, let alone a black female, get beat up right. by some whoever it is right here, and I'm just sitting back and say, well, that ain't my problem. Right. Yep. Right? Yep. I, I, whatever got them to that point, yeah. clearly it's not your problem. But in order for us to move past this being normal, we got, we got to check people, man. Like, in, 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 a, in a way that you said, not in a violent way. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just that energy or just however that is. You know. But to add, to add to that also, and I, I got to be 100% transparent and honest. Sometimes it may go to violence. And I only say that because of you understand you're dealing with another man. Another man. Right, and, right. And, and that scenario. Okay. Like, so if, I, if, I'm, if one of my homeboys decide to flash on his lady or his queen or whatever and go way crazy, then sometimes I got to match his crazy to get him off her yeah. or whatever. Stop whatever that's going to do. Yeah. And... And it's not that I want to, I'm choosing that. But at the point is, I got to defend her and myself. Right, right. So, I don't know what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. right. So sometimes, I'm not saying like, my intentions aren't to do violence ever. Right. Like, I don't want to touch nobody disrespectfully in no kind of way, right? So, but when I say it's not on my watch, I'm letting somebody know, you probably gonna have to max out if you want to get past my watch. Right. And now you got to be willing to bet if I'm going to max out or not. Because, and I think, I think, it, because what good is my word if they know I'm just a pushover right. in that? Right. I mean, and, and when it comes to something like that, like when it comes to verbal stuff, like, you know, I, I, was, I remember one of my, it's, it's crazy that this is a true story. <laughs> one of my friends, one of my friends, I had posted something about uh, Meg Stallions and Tory Lane's uh, mm -hmm. situation. And one of my friends uh, left a comment on some craziness. Like, I'm not going to use the word, but it's crazy about Meg. Mm -hmm. You know, just straight up blaming, don't just cursing mm -hmm. and all bees, this, that. If you talk like this, then you get that. I, I couldn't believe they even left all that in my comments. <laughs> and I just blocked them. It was no thing. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's the inner, it's, you know, I get it. Blocking is the right, thing, right. thing. But, you know, your friends take it personal nowadays, whatever. And then he called me like, man, you blocking me? What you? What is you on? I said, what are you on? Right. right. Who, am, who, who am I to say I'm this man loud and publicly? I'm this guy. Mm -hmm. And then I let you do that in my comments, and you're my friend doing that. Right. So here's what happens. I'm not with what you on, and since it's F me, then we don't ever have to do what, we, what we're doing again, ever be right. friends or anything. Right. We don't have to ever be that. That's your choice, though. Yeah. 
Like, because if you, which let me know, <clears throat> back to our original point, like, sometimes violence can be just verbal. Mm-hmm. You sound violent. You sound like somebody who would have did what is be, somebody's being accused of. Yeah, right. Facts. And that ain't the kind of guys I want to be around. Right. It's just not. Yeah. But that's the guy I also know will max out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? He gonna, wherever you, he's going to go, he's going to go all the way. So sometimes the situation will make you go all the way. But I can't let it happen on my watch. I just can't. That's why, I, that's why <clears throat> excuse me, that's why I leave my days in prayer. I leave with love. And I'm always being that guy, excuse my voice, I'm always being that guy because you got to be willing to go somewhere somebody's not, not going to go for your principles and values and the things you believe in sometimes. I would hate to be in a situation where I'm, my, I'm, my, I'm back into a wall and it's about to get violent because I'm protecting my queen or somebody or just another queen out there. I hate that for that to happen. But I can't, I cannot, I cannot. What, what Cream looked like when he said, <clears throat> not to keep bringing this up, but the look in his face, if you look at him when he, when he talked about his mom with the flowy dress, when you talk like, I'm a writer at heart. When you describe things like that, <clears throat> he's picturing it mm-hmm. in such detail, which let me know what type of imprint it left on his life. How hurt that was to see that. Mm-hmm. He explained the drops of blood on her dress and how the silk flowy dress. That's how hard that was for him. No man or no woman should ever have to even deal with those kind of memories. And they are a real thing. So I'm not gonna let you create none of those either. Not in my my space. So that's why I be on when I'm I'm on. So sometimes it does go there, but I never lead with violence. Never, I'm never gonna lead with that. And, and, And I think, do you, so do you think too, like the fact that you never lead there. You never coming off with this energy, you know, of violence. I think by you taking just that strong stance, sometimes somebody who may have that that violent energy, they may feel what you're giving off and might just have that respect for you. Yeah. You know, or just yeah. for the situation where you know what? Bro talking some real stuff. I shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that helps because now if you have to, if you have the opportunity to know me. Then you already know where I am, even if I get loud. Right. I know that he's respectful. I know that he loved me. I know that's my boy. That's my brother. Yeah, so even if you're mad, I can kind of disarm you a little bit because we have a space that we've shared certain kind of trust in. Right. Um, the random guy on the street don't know. He probably just flashed, yeah. and now I got to meet him with that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, kind of, it's a gamble sometimes, but it is, I'm on what I'm on. I, we've been watching videos lately in the last year or two that dude's just been knocking women out on video, filming it, laughing, his boy's laughing. And I'm like, like that's, yeah. I, I still don't even get it. I don't even understand how that's fun laughing. for somebody. The now they laughing. Yes, yes. How, how, aren't, how did seven people witness this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How did one of, you, one of you knock out a woman and then all of oh, us oh, laugh? Yeah. Right. And then defend the dude who did it right. because she was on drugs or she was yeah. the neighborhood uh, Ho, or whatever the case may be. Right, right. Yeah. That was their excuse for them, them doing this to her. Yeah. And then y'all let that happen. That's why he continues to do that, because of y'all yeah. don't check him. Yeah. And that's why y'all going to start doing it, yeah. because, because we, we think it's okay. y'all think it's cool. And then the cycle continues of BS yeah. on top of BS. Yeah, I, th- I think also, too, a big factor of what, uh, what Luck said is accountability. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's, that's huge, especially with black men. When we really, like, within this year, we really, like, became super cool. Sure. And people would have thought that we've known each other for years. <laughs> but 
it's the accountability. It's the iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. If, if, if we're together, I'm going to make sure you are accountable and he's going to make sure that I'm accountable. Mm-hmm. And when you are, and like you said, it's, a, it's different sales. If you are around your friends and you're giving off this energy and say, hey, this is not going to happen on my watch. And you reach one person, then that person then goes back yep. to the hood or the OG mm-hmm. and says, listen, y'all can't be doing this. Yep. Because these are the consequences, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I think when you start to, to, to have accountability and people in your circle who are going to check you about certain situations, you know, like if I'm hanging with, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to go down. Right. So I have to be, I have to act according yeah. in this way. And I think we just have to have accountability within ourselves as black men yeah. to where, like we said, if we do see something, hey, listen, brother. It ain't even worth mm-hmm. it, brother. Let's walk away and and, and talk yeah. about it because that's another way just to diffuse it. Like you said, yeah. when you come with love, yeah, it can it can it can diffuse the situation it's without contagious. you even having to say anything. It's contagious. It's a real energy. It's a real energy. It's a real energy. It's a real, it's a real energy. energy. You know. So I I think the the biggest part, man, is accountability, man. And we just gotta, gotta be. I'm sorry, Justin. We just gotta be open minded to, yeah. to to accepting that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I would want to be out somewhere and let's say if, if just whatever the moment I'm in and I'm getting ready to make a mistake like I would want you even if I didn't know you luck to be able to come pull me to say hey hey hey, hey brother that, that yeah. might not be the right choice yeah. right like I would want that right because that's me and I've and I've reached a point to where I welcome that you know yeah. but we should all we should all want that and I think that's if we can get to that point as, as men as black men you know it'll be a lot so I think I do but to your point real quick to, to Justin's point to the original question of domestic violence right um the root of it is, is most of us, men and women, um, we have to deal with um, our own issues before we enter into relationships. Mm-hmm. That's how you stop a lot of this key. I don't want to jump completely jump over your question. I, and we've been, we've been dealing with it, but I want to really attack what that is, right? So how do you combat that domestic violence inside of relationships, dealing with couples or best friends or whatever is... You guys, it's very important that we deal with our issues before we hop into relationships. A lot of times people just hate to be single or hate to be whatever because of the trend or because of what the memes are saying. Right. You don't want to be single. But a lot of times um, you aren't ready to be with anybody because, like I said, man, if I got my problems that I'm, I, can't, I haven't even dealt with yet in no kind of way. And then I, I meet a woman and she's coming in with her things that she probably hasn't dealt with. We, it's just a powder keg waiting to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't dealt with our issues. So what we're going to do is lash out at the person we quote unquote love. <laughs> because we, ident- and then we start identifying certain parts of trauma with if, is this love and you love me so you're supposed to, or your minds, now we're property, right? Mm-hmm. And then we don't we, we haven't tackled these issues. So now we now you got two toxic people joining forces. They don't realize they're making a bigger toxic situation. Yeah, cool. So to your question, I think that's key. That's cool. You can't just be jumping in relationships with people. I I've been with my woman ten years this year, and I wish I would have knew now. I wish I knew then what I know now about entering that relationship. Because I put her through a lot, just with my traumas and dealing with women outside of us. Right, right. Dealing with women, because and when I realized that to check myself and pray and then talk to I got therapists, friends, and I would talk to and all that. Kareem 
kind of met me in my new form of me going into my new man I am today with the name changing everything. So I had to learn that later. And my relationship is the best it's ever been in my 10 mm. years. Mm. But I had to deal with my stuff. Right. I have to deal with it and check myself, hold myself accountable and deal with all my things so I can finally do what women have been asking us to do throughout history. We, they, always, they always tell us, you, you don't hear what I'm telling you. You don't hear me. You're not hearing mm. me. You're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. We fight that as men. We think it's a physical, like, no, I hear you. No, you, no, no. You hear her, but you don't hear her. You're not comprehending. You're not mm-hmm. comprehending. Yeah, yeah you, right. you listen, but you, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you know what I mean? So once I, and <clears throat> once I got to that point, not only did I deal with that, I also had a conversation with my queen about, I sat down, the first thing I said was, babe, I hear you. I get it. They had a long conversation about what it means to hear her. And it changed her and me together. Mm-hmm. She saw me in a different light. She saw me as the guy who he oh, gets it. Hears. He, gets he hears me. Now let's do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was right. downhill if I didn't. Mm-hmm. So though I'm never abusive, what if it's like t- taking that kind of not preparedness or not dealing with your issues into a relationship, then all of a sudden you guys are fighting and doing all these things. You haven't you haven't dealt with your issues because if you dealt with your issues, no man and no no man and no woman are not going to be putting hands on each other. Right. Period. Yeah. It's not happening because you understand there's ways to deal with issues without doing anything. Yeah. It's like we sitting here and nobody used foul language, mm-hmm. but I didn't ask Justin if I could curse or not. <laughs> but we understand that. So we understand that we do have control of the things we do and right. say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just proof. We didn't have the conversation about cursing or not. Right. I don't know if we can or not. Right. But I chose not to just, right. you know I mean, just because that's how we rocking. Yeah, it's the energy. Like, it's the energy, yep. right? It's the energy. Yep. Same thing in relationships. Yep. Deal with your stuff because you know what's right and wrong, mm-hmm. period. But you got to deal with yourself. All that, nothing wrong, I don't think nothing wrong with me, that's not for you to assess a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. It's not. <laughs> It's not, and that's the thing. It's not, sometimes you, it ain't you, yeah. Crazy don't know crazy all the time. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) So that's, that's real. No, no, and I, you know, and look, and I would, and I, and I commend you, bro, because like I said, we've known each other for years, probably 10 or so, you know what I'm saying? And so the dude that I see that you are today also has helped me, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've always talked to you and was like, yo, like, hey, I need to talk to you about some stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I see the change that luck has just made and who he's you know who he's been and 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 become and i'm like yo like that's dope you know what i'm saying so a lot of his philosophy like i'd be wanting like yo so where did you why did you you know what i'm saying like how did you get to that point you feel me so i think that so that's dope so that's super super commendable i'm just gonna you know what i'm saying pat you on your back while while we're sitting right here um but good luck yeah exactly um so that is a tangible walk away solution to how we can kind of curve domestic violence, right? Because we got to deal with self before we get into a situation where we have to work on somebody else. Also, what you guys were talking about, the accountability. I think the accountability part part is dope amongst or across the whole board, right? right? Because the one thing that my parents used to say to me when I was younger was like, yo, when you walk out this house, you're a representation of them, or you know what I'm saying, of, of my parents, right? Yeah. Um, and it was always one of the things that I was fearful of going out and making my parents 
Look looks bad. look bad, uh, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of stuff when I'm out, like I gotta be the person who my parents know that their child is supposed to be, right? right? Not to say I didn't not, not to say I didn't act out, you know what I'm saying? But ninety-five percent of the time, I'm that person that they, you know what I'm saying, that had to represent our household name. Yeah. So the same concept I think with us is that we have to as a as a friend group, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I consider every single one of y'all friends here, right? I have to hold you accountable, whether it be Devin, you know what I'm saying, out doing something, you know what I'm saying, that I'm like, like like said, like it ain't that, that ain't that ain't us, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not it. And understanding that I also could at any point in in the social media world be blocking, but in real life, just be like, yo, we can't be friends because if that's the type of person that you are, I don't yep. want somebody yep. to see Devin and be like, yo, that's J-Boy J yeah. and he right. out here, you know, yeah. acting crazy or anybody yeah. else. Yeah. So surrounding yourself with people that you can hold accountable, you know what I'm saying, and that understand it, right? Because like I said, they got to think twice about that moment that they're about to have with their woman mm-hmm. that I can't do that. Right or that that moment that I'm about to have out in the streets with some other cat, like you know what? Nah, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like that that slogan of what would Jesus do? Right? It's like what would Jesus do? Right? What would what should I be doing at this moment that my boy would either say he's proud of and or you know what I'm saying like respects that I didn't make him look bad? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to never make none of y'all look bad, right? So I'm gonna make sure that people when people see me. I'm a representation of every single one of you guys here and and or my family, you know what I'm saying? So And that accountability also opens up the opportunity to teach. Yes. Right. That accountability Absolutely. opens up the opportunity to teach because if Devin is your boy and and he's doing something that that he that you feel or that we all know is not the right thing including Devin, right? But let's say if Devin doesn't know, he's just in that lifestyle, you hold him accountable and him trying to understand well, well why well, why well, why Gives you an opportunity to teach that brother right. what's right and what's yeah. wrong and, and how he should be moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's 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 one fold, two fold, three fold. There's so many right. things right. that you yeah. can that you can bring from it um, to really to really help us grow as as black men. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we're dealing with violence, because all that will carry on into domestic <laughs> violence, community violence. Right. You know, whatever kind of violence it is, it will carry on into that if we can begin. And, to do and that. really, so, I mean, that's really what we're talking about is just the collectivity. You know, and you know, a lot of us, we talk about it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to keep a man the man that he's supposed to be every day. You know, like where you can look to your brothers, to your homeboys, to your friends, to your family members, and they'll keep you in line. That's the village, you know, and that's that's important because, look, Luck just told us about a transformation. And God willing, it stays the course. But that's where everybody else comes into play to make sure right. that the, that right. his transformation, where he is today, the only way it transforms is to evolve even better. Boy, that's go it. Up. Goes up, and that's right. where that village comes in. And and a lot of times, for one, some of us have it and don't really appreciate it, and a lot of us just don't have it. Just don't have you it. know, we just don't have it. And you get collective minds together. I don't have everybody's phone number here. I promise you, I'm not leaving a day without it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a tap in because it's those collective minds that I got to be reaching out with and 
talking to on a regular basis, you know, right. because they they gonna keep me straight. Yeah, you know? exactly. I ain't I came from we talked about trauma. You, I didn't been shot up in cars, mm -hmm. you know, not physically. Luckily, I got away. Cars shot up, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't been in multiple situations where I didn't dealt with all kind of trauma myself, running in the streets, you know. I didn't. I yeah, I'm a lawyer now. I didn't grow up like that. It was drastically. <laughs> it was drastically different. It was a long. Right. It was a long right. road right. to get here. You know, I'm here today, and it was a certain point in my life where I started valuing my life, mm -hmm. which in turn made me value the life of other people. Right. We need more villages like this. And, and yep. to that point, you have to always remember that your presence is a gift. Mm. Mm. You have to always remember that because when it comes to people that are around you, that you gotta be the example for, sometimes, sometimes the consequence have to be to remove the gift that is yourself mm -hmm. because Everybody doesn't deserve your energy either. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? They just don't. Yep. And because if you keep on giving it to them, then that's the, that's the green light for them to continue doing, Absolutely. doing what they do. Yep. You have to, somebody has to suffer some kind of consequence. Yep. Have to. And it ain't all about cursing somebody out or trying to check somebody being this bravado, hyper masculine <laughs> man or whatever. It, yeah, just Remove sometimes yourself. it's about removing the gift that is yourself because your presence is a gift. Yes. That's just reality. It is. You said it. You said you said it. You got to do that because that's the only way they learn. That's the that's the way your friends will learn that if you find yourself on the outside of a circle, you got to be like, well, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. What did I do? Right. Mm -hmm. It must be me. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you're the type to be like, oh, well, they all tripping, then you just got to deal with that. <laughs> but they don't have to no more. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because they removed the gift they that removed. is them. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's key. That's very powerful what you said. Ooh, that's Definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I think also, too, just adding on that, you have to be protective of your energy. You have to be protective of who you associate with and who you allow to come into your circle because, you know, what they say, all skin folk ain't, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Ain't folk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and to, to, go, to go with your, your village, there's some idiots in the village, too. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So once you recognize and identify, then you know, then you can act accordingly. But you have to be protective. Luck said when we were talking, he was like, "Man, people send me all kind of stuff DMs." He was like, "Man, I just tell them I, if it's anything negative or violent, don't even send it to them." And that's real because that can have a that can literally have an mm -hmm. impact on you on your day. Yep. You wake up in the morning, check your DM, and see something violent. You like, oh, so your whole God, day is well, shot. Right. You know yep. what I'm saying? Your so you have day. to the be. Energy totally protective of what you see here you know or what people are saying you know because that can that can affect you yeah. so <clears throat> so my question though is is when when protecting one protecting one's energy and trying to stay away from the stuff that isn't what we're about or positive right how do we how do we do that but and, but at the same time try to reach the folk that needed right like mm -hmm. sometimes protecting our energy is fine but i feel like also people need that energy because when you think of mentorship right like mm -hmm. for most of us we work with the young people mm -hmm. right and have worked with young people and they're dealing with things and or in a space that isn't necessarily what our energy you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. is, is 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 to be but how do we we had like protecting our energy and trying to mentor and trying to pull somebody out of that that negative energy space, yeah. where's that balance yeah. at? Because yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I hear it, yeah. but it's like, it's 
it's, it's tough because you're like, man, I'm about sick of this boy. Like, I yeah. can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But yeah, we know that it. there's so much more work that has sure. to be done and placed be. into that negative <laughs> space. It's sometimes, I mean, to be honest with you, 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 you ain't, you ain't going to protect your energy all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't preserve it, for, you know what I'm saying, as I want to because... I, I have to, because that's the work that has to be done. Like, yeah. I have to get to these folks, so I'm going to have to just, you know what I'm saying, my peace and whatever is going to have to go out the door for a little bit because my job, and I feel like all our job is, is to really to be able to pull those people mm-hmm. out of that bucket of negative energy mm-hmm. and, and into a positive and space. into the positive yeah, yeah. space that we're always in. You know Heavy what I'm saying? who wears the crown. Yeah. Mm. That's a fact. Yep. So I always look at it as, I always look at. I always have to protect my energy, right? But I also understand that <clears throat> you got to know the difference between um, how you protect your energy and then who's trying to drain you of your energy. So you're moving in. It's a different thing. So if I'm mentoring people, or <clears throat> if I'm back in my mom's house in the hood, I'm talking to the homies, or which I rarely do, but if I am, then I understand it's, it's certain kind of energies that I don't want to deal with, like. If I log on to uh, uh, whatever the social media is and whatever, and my timeline is crazy because somebody died and it's live footage of that death and all that, you know, I could have, how I protect my energy is now I log off and then I, I don't, I'm not on that for the day, mm-hmm. right? Um, but talking to someone or trying to mentor someone or trying to help somebody, one of my friends who's going through a lot or they dealing with a lot, usually, in that space where there's genuine concern for someone and someone's not on the drain your energy vibe tip, your energy is fine in that space because it's all about your intentions and how you move. If I'm moving, if I'm trying to, if, my, if me and my man shopping and he's dealing with some seriousness and I'm coming into his space, though you may, in a very, you may be in a very dark space and you need some kind of talking uh, talking a uh, teaching moment maybe i need to learn something from you right. but we got to click and and and, and try, I'm gonna try to work that out where we i got to re- release release some of the stress for you right. right so it's like a it's like a secondary thing where my energy goes my energy is already protected in this pocket of like i'm moving with intention and i know that this is about to be a battle not necessarily a battle against me i need to help you with the battle you have with yourself right. so my energy so much isn't in danger, it's your energy we gotta try to help out. So going in this space, it's a difference. It's not like what I feel for him and what he's going through in a moment, my energy energy can be drained from me helping you, but it's different if I took out money, if I took out money, it's like this, if I took out my money out the bank and gave it to to somebody or to pay a bill or to buy my girl a dress or something, that's different than somebody coming to my ATM and stealing my money. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Money came out both ways. Right. 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 It's how they got the it's money. It's how it came out. How it how got, got out is the, is the yeah. thing. Facts, right? yeah. So with your energy, it's the same thing with energy and same how you thing. deal with people. Same thing. So I'm I'm making deposits into you and putting deposits into you. Yeah. But in return, karma, good spirit, um, um, Ashe, whatever you believe in your spiritual system, yeah. universe, yeah. is pouring into me. Pouring into you. So yeah. It's a different kind of energy transfer yeah. when you move in that space. Yeah. But if I do come this way and you're maybe a sociopath, then now I gotta be protect my energy from a defensive stance. But if I'm move if I'm moving with intention and love, then I should be notified very quickly when that's happening. Yeah. 
So the spidey senses I talked about yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. that kicks in. I'm like, oh, okay, you're abusing this. Mm-hmm. You don't really want help. You're just a t- snatcher of energy. Yeah. You're a taker of souls yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And now I will be removing myself the minute I, I'm notified that that's what you're doing. Yeah. So it's just it's it's ill how that works out, you know what I mean? But when you're moving with love and attention, and you and you you move it in that space, you pretty much be fine if you listen. You got to also listen to yourself. You got to know when it's like we always talk about red flags, but then you think about it, and, and you you think about you dealing with people, and how'd you get through these things? I'm like, well, you didn't pay attention to yourself. The red flags were there. You ignored them. You drove right through them. Right. Now you in this thing here. Right. Like so, when it comes to helping my brother, or my sister out. The red flags was there. You didn't know that you were the one being attacked. You drove to them. Now you're here. Now you're here. But if once you you recognize, it's like your energy is preserved and how you move and your attention, the universe is going to protect all that. Yeah, and it's like I like how you put it the transfer. It you know is. I mean? it's, like it, that, yeah. it, it, it's the type of transfer that's happening for sure. You know what I mean? Is is it a a transfer? You know, shoot, is, is, it, is the cash app versus Zelle? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The quality of the transfer, right? But, it, it's, but, it, but it, it, it's, it's, it's me taking money out of my ATM versus somebody coming and just wiping out my savings account. You know what I mean? Even if you break down the word money, my own need energy yield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> he had that in his pocket you know for saying? sure, right? <laughs> no, but you break that down. Yes, sir, Kareem. Yes, sir. That transfers into life. Yeah. You know, like you said, when you start dealing with certain things in your life and you attack those things and start working on those things, yeah, then, all right. All right. then you sure. can go into a relationship mm-hmm. with things that you've healed from mm-hmm. and be in that relationship and that relationship blossoms, blossoms and, and it sure. goes yeah. and yeah. once again you are teaching but you're also learning from one another as well right. i think when you get in a relationship you want you want it to be reciprocated mm-hmm. you yeah. just don't want to always give give right. give give, mm-hmm. give it's got to be some give and also learning as well so Dope. i think that's the i think once once you get to that point you start to see a decrease in uh, domestic violence, right? You know, and that's just dealing with your own personal <coughs> issues before you jump into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So very well said, man. So um, yeah, well said. I, I think well, yeah, I think we I think we've hit upon some points that were that I think are are tangible, right? And 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 I'm gonna put them out there, and you guys let me know if I forgot something or something's wrong, right? So I think a for the, the talk of how do we just be better, right? How do we deal with violence um, amongst the spectrum of what violence is, you know, we're considering violence. Um, the few things that I got, uh, the takeaways that I'm taking away are A, we'll start with knowledge, right? Knowledge, education, um, B, dealing with traumas, you know, um, for the lack of relationship situations and just, and our, all, our own internal stuff that we have that will just play out in the world in a very aggressive or you know violent manner um and accountability right, right? And i yeah. think those are the three things that were to me were huge huge yeah. right you know what i'm saying throughout the conversation but i think that's also was the the theme throughout every single piece right. that we that we spoke yeah. about right they so that's back there that they all kind of went back to dealing with those three things so i think you know this has been a a, a conversation man well well spent um you know dialogue was was amazing you know what I'm saying? that's I think, what it was it was just dialogue it was and just I dialogue think, yeah and i think that's what 
you know, what makes things work is when yeah. you can just sit down and you can just talk and yeah. you can just speak from the heart. You know what I mean? A lot of things don't need to be scripted in a sense to where you're going in there premeditated with what you're going to say. It's right. like, just, just let it flow. Just let it flow. And I think that's how we, how we really get to the table now where we can go put the blueprints down on how we're going to move forward. Yeah. Right? Oh. But, but I want to thank everyone, man, for just for just. Hold on one out. second. I'm just going to butter. Oh, but, butter's but, texting me. Butter's always chiming in. Before we close in. up, so before we let wrap me, up. Let me say, Butter had, had something to say. He said, you control what you consume. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's definitely a bar. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Butter, so we appreciate that. Butter um, with the fi- butter's final words. He's been, he's been rocking with us all, the whole time, the you guys, mayor, right? uh, through <laughs> text and stuff like that. So, But like I said, that was his his thing is, a, you know, you control what you consume, which I think is, 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 is I, dope. And if I can add before we before we leave, too, ahead, <clears throat> very important, and I, I take a stance on this, and I, I lead this on a lot of our issues being black in America, right? <clears throat> Love your woman mm. and love your woman the right way. Right. You have to love your woman the right way. When you love, first of all, <clears throat> black women are everything. Facts. They are everything. Just the beauty and soul of the beings that they are are literally everything. They are very, very, very much magical. There's never been an empire that didn't have a strong queen holding that empire down on the side, not behind. On the side. Mm-hmm. You have to, and I, the reason why I'm, I put that out there as one of the main things that can help us out in a lot of our ways is because the strength, the beauty, the resilience, the courage, the knowledge that is of the black woman, a man can go out and do what he's supposed to do and have the right mind frame when he's out there doing it. Because all that man wants to do is get back home. Is get back home and take care of that woman. Mm, because that's how dope she is. And and, and I'm, I'm, I'm always so serious and very specific with how you love your woman. How you love your black woman. Because there's no time I leave my house no matter what I'm going out through, no matter what I'm going through, no matter how I face the world, how I deal, I've been getting right, I've been losing weight, I've been eating better, I've been having dope conversations with dope guys and women, and I I attribute so much to my queen. And I've known this before, my queen, obviously my mother, my grandmother, my mother, my grandmother, some of the the most illest people I've ever had the chance of even knowing. Mm -hmm. And if we as black men hold our women down and love them like they're supposed to be loved, we will be okay. You will literally find value in any brother or woman standing next to you. Mm. And I don't even want to make that a black issue. Any man or woman standing next to you, by the way you love that woman and the way that love is going to be shown back to you, you can literally be out in the world and conquer anything. That is how I feel. And the guys I know that hold their women down and love their woman in that kind of way, the right way, 100% of you, not 99%, right. not 45, not, nothing like that. 100% when you give your love to, to a black woman who's going to take care of you and make sure you're good, you, you guys, and I love it being reciprocated back and forth, you're going to be able to do anything. And I, I, I put that out there as a big issue because the rest of, this, the rest of things under that, I take care of itself. Yeah. It'll all fall in line. We have to, we have to, we have to protect, love, and be very sacred and hold that down near and dear to us 
are black women. That's Thanks. key so, in a lot of our issues. Appreciate those say words. Look, appreciate those words, man. And um, you know, you speak with passion. You speak with passion with that, and it's and it's obviously um the right take. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. And um, just shout out, shout out to you, man, for being here with us today. You know, thank you for having me, man. I'm honored. We appreciate you. We we appreciate your your perception. You know what I mean, and perspective, and just just your words on on all the issues that we talked about today. You know what I mean. I, I. I got a picture of you, man. We go back to a long time ago, a party at a, at a house somewhere. And I'm like, man, that's luck, man. Got to be luck. A house party? You know me. A house party? You know what I mean? But, but to go from that moment, you know what I mean, to, to listen to your music, being a fan of your music, but then, but then now to be a fan of you as a brother, to be a fan of you as a man, to be a fan of you as the energy that you put out, it, it means more than, than that picture and everything else that we had back then because... Um, you, you, a true, you a true brother, man. Thank we you, man. You. And I love all y'all, man. Yeah, yeah. Love That's you how I am love with my too, brothers, bro. bro. I love y'all. Yeah. And I, I just want I want everybody to be great. Continue being great. Yes, sir. Keep spreading love and positivity. And these conversations like this. They're going to keep happening. That's what it's going to just trickle down it's and keep gonna, trickling it's down. It's definitely going to just, it's definitely going to sure. get out there. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. To where they see that. And yeah, yeah, definitely gonna keep happening. So, so appreciate you on that, yeah. brother. Um, thank you, BJ. You know, from being here, go way yes, back, way back with BJ, and and just you know, watching BJ's journey of being an attorney now, man, it's just it's hope. What that means to me is hope. You know what I mean? You know, I real say, BJ. I say, I say, I but that. but it's hope though. That's so <laughs> because BJ, <laughs> BJ, you give you give the next young black man hope. Absolutely. That I, that I can grow up the way that I grew up, that I can deal with all these things, that I can face my traumas and face, you know, everything and, and still get to where I am and today. So we just thank you Absolutely. for always being a, a partner, a friend, man, and just the man that you are. You know what I mean? Let me just say something on that really quick. Um, because some people use the fact that I'm an attorney today as a weapon against our people. Okay. And they say, look, he did it. So can you. It's no problem. Mm. Racism doesn't exist. Oh, right. hood right. politics don't exist. Right. If he did it, everybody can do it. Right. And I didn't do it. I should have been dead, you know, a long time ago. I didn't do it or in jail. I didn't do it just because I'm smarter than the person who was next to me who might be in jail now for 15 years. I didn't do it just because I was better than other people, you know. I was blessed. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky in many situations. You know, of course, I had a, lucky enough till I got to a certain point where I was able to become conscious. And then mm-hmm. at that point, you still have to take off. Right, right, right. And I only say that to say that, yes, I want to be, and we all inspire to be hope for other people. But there's critical issues in our community that have to be addressed. And of course, that's what we're here talking about today. Um, but I just don't like when people utilize us as actors or lawyers or rappers, successful people who've, you know, created a platform or got to a certain place and just say, hey, everybody can do it. We got to fix this. Actually, I shouldn't even say fix it because you can't fix something that was meant to not work for you. Mm -hmm. This system was meant to be like this. You can't fix it. You got to dismantle it and build up a new one. Um, but I just wanted to add that because whenever I hear that aspect of hope, it's something else that comes along with that. Right, and, right. And just the fact that I'm here, it doesn't mean that there aren't struggles that need to be not found. There aren't Absolutely. struggles that need to be 
you know, taken out so that so many more of us right. can be here or any. Still work that got to be done. Right. Yeah. Still, Still work, work that got to be, be done. done. Yep. Right. Jo- what? Kobe said, job's not done. Job's not done. And, and Kareem, you know what I mean? Meeting you today, you know, for the first time in the flesh, but 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 knowing you, man, and your journey, you know, being in movies and stuff like that, you know, we just appreciate you and your insight. You know what I mean? I learned a lot from you today. You know what I mean? I learned a lot from you today. And um, not only did I learn a lot from you today, but I'm inspired by your words. You know what I mean? I'm inspired by some of the things that you've said, you know what I mean, to help us go out and be better people. You know what I mean? To help us go out and, and, and influence the next group of six people to do the same thing yeah. where six turns into 12 and turn, 12 turns into 24. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And, and before I allow Kareem to give us his final thoughts, that's my challenge for everyone that's out there. You know what I mean? Um, go find a group of individuals that you love and care about and sit down and talk. Have, a ha- have these conversations. Right. Don't be afraid to have these conversations about violence and, and, and about domestic, whatever kind of violence it is, and what can you do to be the change? What can you do, like Lux said, to, to be that guy in your circle? Yeah. To where that can carry on to another circle, you know what I mean? So, Kareem, give your final thoughts before we close yeah, up. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just once again, uh, thank you, thank you, Luck, for introducing me to Justin and, and, and asking me to be a part of this. Um, it's an honor and a blessing, and I don't believe things happen by accident. Mm-hmm. I think this is all divine. Um, and, you know, once again, just accountability um, and being that change. You be that change. Don't wait for anybody else, but you take a look at yourself and say, hey, what am I doing um, to either perpetuate or, you know, add on to what can I do to change uh, the situation that I'm in? And I always say thoughts become things. Mm -hmm. So you have to start checking yourself. What you wake up in the morning and the first thing in your attentions set the rest of your day. So when you wake up in the morning, always have a positive thought positive intention of what you're going to do and let that lead you and once you do that you'll tend to go through life a little bit easier but you'll also start to attract like-minded people to you so you know just be that change thoughts become things set your intentions with love and positivity and moving that thank you brother and with um Dev and Justin, my co-host up top on <laughs> Urban Demand, you know, sitting on top of the platform. Yeah, right. So I do want to speak to one thing, uh, accountability. I believe we all um, agree that that's very important. And just people understand, the audience understand, that it takes a certain type of strength mm-hmm. to, to stand on your own to and tell people when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, most people will flow with the wind. Whatever your buddies are doing, you decide, okay, that's cool too. So build your strength up, bro. Um, stand on your own too. And... You know, stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. 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 Dog, dog. Wrapping up with Jay. Take us home, Jay. <laughs> All right. So, um, actually, we're going to wrap up with Butter because, you know what I'm saying, he's still texting and stuff. So, um, <laughs> Butter, shout, out, shout, out, shout out to Butter. Um, appreciate the commitment, though, Butter. Uh, the mayor. You know what I'm saying? We, that, we definitely call him. You know, he's the mayor of L.A., man. Butter is doing some tremendous, Keep it run, amazing, honey. awesome things. And so, we just want to shout out um, Keep It Run Hunted. Yes sir. Um, yes, sir. You know, that's his brand, and he's making a mark um, for, again, a lot of black men out of L.A. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's definitely putting his stamp in the athletic field with Nike um, and all of the things that he's been doing. He's a tremendous runner. Um, I'm training you know, right now, buddy, to get you out. Bro, I'm it, training right now. I'm doing my training right now. <laughs> That hip line, you bro. Know, the hip line. We're going to start off with like a little 40-yard dash though, or something like that. You know what I mean? 
But uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna get into the K's, the kilometers, and all that. But yeah, man. So you know what I'm saying. But like I said, he couldn't be here. But I definitely still want to thank him for uh, just taking part, man, through via text and just you know conversating. He he definitely wishes he could have been here yeah, because he knew. Out, big shout out. Because he knew that this was gonna be a dope conversation with his bros, right? A genuine conversation about a topic that needs to be spoke about. Um, and you know what I'm saying? He, he knew that that's what this was going to be. Um, so for, for me, I just want to uh, thank you guys and, and, and give you my appreciation for this conversation. Um, it was definitely genuine. It was definitely just, you know what I'm saying? It's not nothing scripted. We just had dialogue. Right. And, um, you know, again, I knew that this was the space in which, and like I said, it was divine. The people that were here, right, the, right. the things Way that happened. we had yeah. made sense. Um, and so I just want to thank you, brothers. You know what I'm saying? I thank my, my partners, Devin and Mark. Shout out um, Urban Demand. Shout out Urban Demand. Urban Demand. Real quick, Justin, to highlight Urban Demand. Just follow up Urban Demand just so we can kind of. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll do that. Shirts. So um, check out our site, www.urbandemandbrand.com. Um, we're on Instagram at urban underscore demand underscore brand. Uh, some of y'all probably know about the cycling thing that I got going on, urban demand cycling, which is a part just, you know, under the, the umbrella of it. Um, but you know, we, we are here to, we're on the, the journey of making purpose popular. That's our tagline mm -hmm. is making purpose popular. Um, and so, you know what I'm saying? Everything that we want to do is, is, is wrapped around purpose and making that the thing that people strive for, right? And and not the 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 latter. Um, so you know, what I'm saying that's our brand. Check us out. Um, you know, site merch. We got all that stuff we want to do. We also want to thank our partners, right? So we want to thank Anti Violence Ventures, um, which is a program under the California Black Women's Health Project, um, in partnership with Wade and Associates Group, right? Um, it's also in partnership and funded by California uh, Blue Shield of California. Um, so we want to thank them, you know, for their asking us to be a part of it um, and their participation in, in helping get all this stuff together. Uh, so we appreciate them, everyone. I appreciate y'all. Um, also, too, let's shout out all oh, virtual coworkers. That's uh, this space. This is a space. This is a black-owned, um, all co-working in Inglewood, uh, Inglewood, California. Mm -hmm. Crenshaw between uh, 110th and 11th. Big shout out to Matthew Newman Man, uh, Matthew for allowing Newman. us shout to be able to have thank this you, space. Beautiful uh, definitely, once again, just thank you guys for, for tapping in and thank you, Matthew Newman, for allowing us to be able to have this here. Shout out Matthew Newman. Man. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. And you got, some, you got some dope stuff coming up. So, you know, I don't know if Kareem want to speak I mean, about that quickly. I mean, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh, 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 virtual, uh, virtual co-working is uh, we, we, we had that talk the right. other day. It is the black Zoom, but it, it is, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is, uh, it is uh, a video conferencing. It's if Zoom and LinkedIn had a baby, you get virtual co-working. Uh, that is uh, Matthew Newman, who is also the owner of All In Co-working. So top of the year, that'll be launching. So those who use Zoom, here's another opportunity that is uh, uh, two young black uh, entrepreneurs, uh, Olivia and Matthew Newman who are uh, behind it. So definitely nice. be looking out for virtual co-working. It is a video conferencing uh, with, with, with much more. Sweet. Dope, dope. So other than that, I think, you know what I'm saying? Time is time is of That's essence. It, you know what I'm saying? Good job, bro. Appreciate everybody, man. Yes, sir. Definitely appreciate Black for Tuning This conversation is, is, is over now, but, it, but it's not over for good. I see these conversations happening in our circles, in our own pockets, from you out there. Just keep it going. Once we keep it going, um, we'll, we'll get to change sooner or later. Yeah.
Yes, sir. Have a beautiful Saturday, everyone. Yes, no indeed. shout out. Let's Have go. A great one. All right.